This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. All right, let's go out to our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline and welcome Craig Elston from the San Diego Soccers and the Crossing Streams podcast for the first time here in 2023. And Noah, Paul is getting excited for Sunday's uh, big affair down at Pachanga Arena. Good morning, Craig. Good morning, Ben. Good morning, Woods. Happy New Year. Let's get it. Another year of the uh, Crossing Stream segment on the Ben and Woods Friday show. Appreciate uh, you guys having me back. Well, we appreciate you, pal, and all the uh, insight that you do possess and, and give to our audience as well. And I've I got to tell you, man, I know we're looking back right now, but I've got the uh, I've got the Jones for some exciting new TV in 2023, Craiger, as well. Which we'll be bringing you, you know, every Friday yeah. morning. It's it's kind of funny how we start the year just like we finish the year on Crossing Streams with, with a couple of uh, almost like pre-prescribed segments, right? So yeah. our final Crossing Streams of every year is our top 20 list the best 20 shows of the year and then our first podcast of the new year which just dropped last night is our platform uh rankings which we'll talk about on next week's uh ben and woods segment but yeah i've got i've got the top 10 from last year queued up for you guys but i'm glad you brought it up ben because you know i'm just curious what you guys have seen this week in terms of paul from a, a training health management standpoint has he been getting in those you know good fats in the morning has he been getting his body and his mind right because Sunday is the media game. It's team USA versus Mexico at halftime of our soccer's match, which kicks off at six o'clock against the Dallas sidekicks. And, you know, Paul's representing our entire country, never mind 97, <laughs> three in our region. So Paul, you have, he has been taking this seriously. You have been getting your fats in, I assume, because I know I was getting my fats in. I know yesterday. he, I know he trained with some pound cake earlier this week. Yes. Yeah. Pound town, pound, pound cake. town, pound cake. Only the always best. important. Please and, don't let him get hurt. Cause we've got fantasy camp next week. Craig, no, I, I have been moving. I, we went through the other day. That's, yeah. we, I've gone on I did some sail walks. A, I've gone on a little workout. I'm sailed, trying to get the body ready. I sailed a couple over Paul's head. He did have to lightly jog back <laughs> to get them. So, yes, he has been moving, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. I mean, you can play in the back if you want, Paul. Why do you think about I, popping a hamstring. Why do you think I wanted to play in goal when we did the old versus new me? Because I didn't have to do much. Less running. I did get nutmegged by Marver, by the way, which I still have nightmares about but we did win that game uh it was such a fun thing that you guys do craig stole really, the really ball good. from somebody so strongly last time yeah it was I great wait. it was great well just yeah. pace yourself yeah. out there gonna be a ton of fun guys and also we're debuting our new third kit our cross-border kit which is available for sale sunday gates open at five o'clock i'm telling you we have never gotten the re- the response that we had a-, a week or so ago when we dropped that video uh, for the new third kit, everyone is dying to get this thing. So I'm just telling everyone it's a six o'clock kickoff. Gates open at five. If you want that double XL or three XL jersey or, or the, even the XL, <laughs> you know, you're going to want to get there before kickoff because those things are going to fly off the shelves. It's always funny that other sports have uniforms and jerseys, but soccer, they have kits. Kits. You got to have your kit. Yeah, your kit. All right, Craig, let's, uh, let's say, let's, we have plenty of time here. So let's go through the top 10. I'm really curious because uh, there were so many good shows that you recommended throughout the course of the year. This must have been a very difficult process in narrowing it down to the top ten. And I do annually say something like this, but this is the fifth year we've done rankings on Crossing Streams, and 
This was the first time, and I honestly mean this, that any of these 10 shows that I'm about to mention could have been, not only could have been my number one show, but at some point in the year was my number one show. Every one of these 10. So this is the most high quality list I've ever given out. I'm going to go quickly through the bottoms, uh, bottom five, uh, and then we'll talk a little more about the top five. At 10, I have Somebody Somewhere, which I recommended to you guys early in uh, 2022 and is truly one of my favorite comedies of the year on HBO Max. Uh, staying on HBO Max for The White Lotus at number nine, season two could have been as high as top three. Yeah. It was a, a sublime season, Pretty funny, much. intriguing, everything. Mike White is a genius. Uh, number eight for me was Andor on Disney+. Plus. First time ever a Disney Plus uh, show has cracked my top 20, never mind my top 10. First time a Star Wars show, uh, other than Mandalorian, ha- has been in my top 20. And I think Andor was the best, as I've said before on this show, Star Wars content uh, that's been made. Uh, number seven was my my mid-season number one, We Own This City. Uh, the incredible uh, Simon Pelicanos HBO miniseries about Baltimore uh, police corruption. John Bernthal's performance in that show Truly one of the best of the year. And number six for me was The Bear on Hulu, uh, the quirky Chicago half-hour comedy about a Chicago beef restaurant uh, and and the people who work within it, uh, I thought was one of the revelations of the year. So that's 10 through 6, guys. Somebody Somewhere, The White Lotus, and or We Own This City, The Bear. All right. uh, Lots of good choices there. That leaves us now with a countdown. Number five through number one. What was your number five show of 2022? Number five for me was Severance on Apple TV Plus. And uh, Liddy Larie, who does the rankings along with me each year, had this as her number one show of the year. So it truly comes highly recommended. I would say Severance is the most original concept show, uh, not only of 2022, but for a, a long time. The idea, and I know we talked about the the conceit, right? What if you could have a procedure where everything you did at work, there's a part of your brain that handles that. And then when you leave the office, boom, that part of the brain is shut off. And there's another part of the brain that enjoys the outside life. It's it's a clever conceit that led to an extremely kind of twisty, puzzle boxy, fascinating show uh, that had great acting performances uh, and also a lot of humor uh, in it. Severance is unique and it makes the top five. All right. Number four on the countdown, Crossing Streams 2022. I thought I was going to rank this number one at the end, but I I had to put some legacy shows ahead of it. Arguably my favorite show of 2022, Industry. Uh, Season two of Industry, the pulsy, poppy, uh, synthy show of of young people working in the financial district in London. Uh, We've talked about it before as succession meets euphoria uh, in terms of the vibe. Every time that that tech techno uh, score comes on, my Blood rate just starts to go up a little bit. My, my pulse starts to go it's up. so good. Industry is fun. It's gorgeous. And I thought season two took a quantum leap uh, in terms of taking all of their characters forward. If you're looking for something to really dive into, industry is a great choice. All right, number three on the countdown. Reservation Dogs could have easily been number one, but I'll say this about every show I'm talking about. Uh, season two of the Hulu comedy by Sterling Harjo, uh, executive produced by Taika Waititi has some of the most original characters on TV, some of the most heartfelt uh, scenes, and it's also one of the funniest shows around. Had an incredible season finale. There's two seasons of this half-hour comedy available now. Season three is going to be one of the best things on TV again, so this is one of those shows. Get in, 
get started if you haven't. You're going to thank me for it when season three rolls out later this year. You know, you mentioned the bear. You mentioned reservation dogs. You know, when we used to watch television, it was very clear what was a a one-hour drama, what was a 30-minute sitcom, and really there wasn't much crossover between the two. Nowadays, there's a lot of shows that could be considered comedies. They could be considered dramas. One episode may be very comedic. The next one may be very dramatic, and they actually work them both together. And it it really kind of sometimes defies the the common descriptions we've used for television in the past. You know, it's so true, Ben. And I, I'm going to use that as the lead into my number two show because the next show on my list does what you just described better than any other show on television, and that is Barry on HBO, the Bill Hader genius turn. Because this is a half hour show. That is, at times, extraordinarily funny. This is a half-hour show that sends up Hollywood uh, in a way that no other show around is able to do. It's also one of the darkest shows on TV and explores a character, uh, you know, Barry the hitman back from uh, his time in war who has decided to maybe dabble in acting Uh he explores that character unflinchingly and unsparingly. I think Barry is an absolute revelation. That was the third season that aired this year, and it's truly one of the best things if you've never watched. All right, and finally, the number one show. I'm sure that this was a, a tough decision. You came down to it, number one in 2022. It's our show, Ben. It's the show that you and I talked about on Crossing Streams number one. And talked about four different times in 2022. Better Call Saul, season six. And this is almost kind of a legacy pick to talk about Better Call Saul as one of the Mount Rushmore shows of the 21st century in American streaming television. Bob Odenkirk, Ray Seahorn, the, the entire cast, you know, Giancarlo Esposito. You, you go down the list. This is a show that was built on the bones of one of the other great shows of the 21st century Breaking Bad. No one thought it would ever approach the success of Breaking Bad, and in many ways, Better Call Saul surpassed it. I, I think Ray Seahorn is the single most underrated actor or actress uh, that is currently working, and her performance uh, as Kim Wexler is one of the great things uh, that is on digital film, so to speak. But Bob Odenkirk as well, uh, in terms of what he brought to the depth of that character. And I think you agree with me, uh, Ben, that very much like Breaking Bad, Vince Gilligan and Peter Gould, the showrunners of Better Call Saul, they landed this plane. They they nailed it. Uh, the the ninth episode could have been the end of the series and was as shocking as anything you could see. But I think those five, four episodes that tied everything together uh, were brilliantly, brilliantly executed. I've still got a friend who's never started Better Call Saul, and I get on her about it all the time. Truly one of those things. If you haven't started, this is the treat that's waiting for you. Dig in six seasons. It's wrapped up. It's one of the best there ever was. As someone who, after watching Breaking Bad, put it up there with maybe among the best television shows I've ever seen, just the idea of trying to do a prequel like that, it seemed like a really bad idea. Like, you never, you can never follow up something that good. It's just going to be a pale imitation and the fact that not only was it not that but in some ways even exceeded uh what breaking bad did a remarkable work and a, an excellent choice for your top show of 2022 
So uh, just wrapping up that top five again, number five, Severance, number four, Industry, number three, Reservation Dogs, number two, Barry, number one, Better Call Saul. Hear all of my top 25 and all of Lydia Lurie's top 25. Check out Crossing Streams, our year-end podcast. I just put out the link on my Twitter at 619 Sports as well. Craig, great stuff. Thank um, you, buddy. Any, uh, we got a couple minutes left. Any thoughts as we head into 2023 for the San Diego Padres? I think the last time we chatted, obviously they've added Matt Carpenter. Uh, as Seth did, Lugo. Seth Lugo, another move since we last uh, talked about. There's some uh, rumors of Johnny Cueto kind of floating around this week that we discussed earlier. Anything left kind of on your plate, on your list of things to do before spring training starts? You know, I think there's one bat and one arm that that are, are left to be added to this roster to to completely 100% lock it in. And Cueto is a really interesting choice because, you know, the thing is, guys, you look at Nick Martinez, you like what you see. You look at Seth Lugo, you like what you see. And you look at Adrian Morajon and you think, okay, there's really incredible potential in this young man. But you add up their innings from last year and you'll get to about 160 between the three. Uh, in order for that to be the back end of your rotation, you need to see over 300 innings from those three pitchers. And I'm not positive that when you take those three cats and stretch them out to that level of mileage, you're going to get the same performance level that you're anticipating. Maybe you do, and maybe that's a gamble the Padres win. But if you added one more veteran arm, and Cueto I think is a perfect example, they could give you 150 innings of soft contact essentially duplicating the Mike Clevenger role of 2000 uh, of 2022, hopefully without the game four blow up. Uh, then I think you've got the depth now to really say six man rotation, yep. you know, in the spring into the summer and, and let's roll. And I'd say one more outfield capable hitter would make you feel so much better about, well, if one guy goes down, Jose Azokar is our full-time starter, which is what we've got right now. Craig, great stuff as always. Uh, so next week we'll get your platform rankings, which is a, a valuable service because it's so hard. You can't, you really can't have them all. Otherwise, you look at that bill at the end of the month and you go, "My God, what am I paying for every single streaming service?" So you do kind of lay it out with which one should be your priorities based on the shows and everything. And I think it's a a valuable thing you do each year. All right, we'll do it next week. Everyone have a great weekend, and I hope to see a bunch of you out Sunday at the soccer's match at six o'clock. Come out and see Paulie run. In fact. I'm going to be dropping in my Twitter a discount tickets link for Sunday right after this interview ends. So go take advantage if you want to go see Paulie. There he is, Craig Elston on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads.